Are you in there? I'm here. I'm champ. It's champ Champenstein. Uh, and Heather Hadfield. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> Are you there, God? <laughs> Welcome to the comic book Bone Zone. It is number 20. We've made it 20 times. I mean, I technically, say this... we're in the double digits now, but <laughs> we, we've been in there. We're about to get you boned up, boned up on these comic books for the last couple weeks. Ew. <laughs> I think we have the same length hair now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good cute. haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go you... first. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll talk fine. about comics. You know, yeah. let's just get this uh, bone zone ball rolling. Um, I've got. Seven Years in Darkness. I couldn't remember if it was in or of darkness. Uh, this is issue number two. Um, remember, I had that theory in the last issue where I was like, I think there's going to be seven issues. There's not. There's only going to be five, which doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it, but yeah, yeah. I'll question it when I get to the end. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, basically, this is just a, a story about a group of children whose families are a part of a cult basically that are in, uh, conscripted to this school called Academy of Black Magic for seven years where they study the dark arts in like a cave. So they're completely devoid of any sun. Mm -hmm. um, in this issue, you are introduced to one of the other like students and how she ends up like in here because of her family. And you get to know a little bit more about the school. Um, I do really enjoy this story, but it's like I said with the the first issue, it's the art for me and like the yeah, colors, yeah. like uh, the flashbacks are, um, I mean, they have like one main color that is the cover and then that's what the flashbacks are, is like in that color. Okay, and then that's cool. in the school, it's like, it's so good. It's just so good. The art is just absolutely incredible. Oh, that like greenish yellow is weird mm -hmm. I like that but yeah one of the rules of the school is they are not supposed to like know their each other's names they have a mask that they wear when they're outside of the room and stuff and they're not supposed to take their mask off because they're basically anonymous to each other mm -hmm. it helps them like um stay competitors I guess rather than like becoming friends and stuff like that yeah their face like it's easier to think of them as like a person yeah, yeah. Um, but it goes into like explaining that and what they're going to be doing like their school curriculum and stuff I guess uh, but yeah I really enjoy this book I'm I am excited to see what the seven years is going to be like for them <laughs> um, but there are there's 72 kids who are brought to the school in the beginning and only seven make it out alive so okay that's, there's there's a lot going on <laughs> I would say that's an extra layer yeah in there. yeah uh I think that's what makes it like really interesting because in this issue it's like their their first day of school like they get their rooms and stuff and then you see like five kids just get murdered okay by other students <laughs> Right. So it's like, it's like a weird fight to the death type situation, <clears throat> but like the kids don't know that they just like, it's illegal in, I don't, I wouldn't say illegal, but it's like against the rules in the school to use magic to kill someone else. 
because they're okay. learning how to like harness the magic. I don't know. It's it's very interesting. I really enjoy it. And that's all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like really weird. So it is. Yeah. No, it's it's a very, very weird book, but it's also one of those that would be like super cool as like a movie. Okay. Like one of those, um, I don't know, like technic colored, like 80s horror movies. Like it would be really cool as one of those. All right. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess I'll go now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have first, I, I don't want to go too deep into this, but this is Bone Orchard Mythos. Uh, this is Tenement. Um, this is a new entry into Bone Orchard world. This follows, I think it was like seven different people uh, who live in an apartment building together and their lives are all like intertwined. I would say out of the two books so far, I really like, I like the start of this one, like the most. Um, I think it's probably the best so far. And this, like, just the first issue, I was like, oh, I like this a lot more. I don't know what it is about it. Like, maybe it is the intertwining stories. It, the narration was pretty good. Um, Like I sent you that letter mm-hmm. that was in the back of it. I think, like, having a little bit of a clearer picture of, like, what they mean for this, like, world to be helps. Where they're just like, okay, I'm getting snippets of stories that aren't necessarily, like, interconnected but all take place within a like one spot with some sort of like weird evil stuff right um because it was just like I think with that first and second one I was just looking for the connection so hard where I was like well there's nothing like I don't feel what it is really you know I think that was like a point of uh contention at least for me as well was like how are these all connected when there's like no real picture yeah so it's like, it's not like, I really, really like this. Um, I think it's a real strong start to the story. Uh, just like always like the panel setups are really cool. The art is really fucking good. And is it still know. Andrea Sorrentino? Yeah. So it's okay. yeah. Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino and Dave Stewart. So just the, the okay. three of them. So yeah, it's like, I think it's a, a real, a really good one so far with this first issue. And I think out of all of them, the best so okay. personal opinion That's exciting yeah it, it does make me excited to continue reading it because <laughs> I was kind of hesitant especially when you were like well I'm not gonna I'm gonna get wait and get it in trade and I was like well maybe I should do that too but right no I'm not doing it you're not fooling me <laughs> I had to it was a <laughs> choice I had to make <laughs> it's fine uh, and then next I have Good Deeds. This is issue number two. This is by Jake Grayson, uh, Kelsey Ramsey, and Rhonda Pattinson. This is about a mom and her daughter. They moved to a small town in Florida, I think it was. Um, and there is an unexpected death while a man is basically attacking this young woman in a restaurant. Um, and now the town is, you know, just being bunch of white hicks about it and being awful being a bunch of bunch of racist assholes uh i really really like this a lot i've like the art is really really good uh i i've like this story is really intriguing and i have no fucking clue what's like really happening like underneath the layers so Mm -hmm. that's a good good type of story in my opinion 
So it's not connected to the firefighter one, but it's no, the no. same universe. I, I think it's just like a line that like Scott Snyder is doing. Okay. That's like, I guess, I guess I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Cause even like the, the first story, the wildfire book, the tone is completely different. You know, it's like a heist book, but there is like that added level of them being like female, like incarcerated female people or women. Um, and the fact that they are dealing with that level, like there's that, I don't know. So it's like completely different from this where it's like a mother and her daughter moving to a different town trying to take over this like restaurant and then there's like a whole supernatural like kind of level going on there right okay I I, for some reason I feel like I had asked last issue and we just weren't sure yeah and I'm still just like not 100% sure I should have looked it up but I did not I I completely forgot about it until you just showed it to me so yeah they're not connected but they're under the same line of books basically okay that makes sense okay are you ready ready for next yeah yes okay this is the oddly pedestrian life of christopher chaos this is issue number one it is uh based on an idea by james tynan and then uh written by tate bromble and isaac goodhart does the art there's a lot of people on this book um (laughs) Miguel Muerto does the colors and Aditya Bidikar does the letters. Um, This is a story about a boy named Christopher Chaos who was born a little bit differently. Um, He, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain it because there's like so much going on in this first issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just like the best way to, to leave it. Cause otherwise, like, I think there's reveals and stuff in this book that like, you know, you don't really want to get into, you want to like save, save for later while you're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's a good introduction to the character and kind of what you're about to get. I love the art, like a bunch, the colors are super good. Like just the way the art looks is great. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a very visually pleasing book. Yeah. And there's like the pages where the like, you know the the bolts and stuff that he's making fill, filled out the panels which was really mm-hmm. cool um it kind of reminded me of like a good archie horror book yeah that's a good way to put it um and i i read a little bit about what the next issue sorry i didn't realize yeah yeah uh i read a little bit about the next issue and i do um the heavy like literary influence and stuff that's like across the story I think is very very interesting um but I don't I don't know there was something that I just really really enjoyed about it and I honestly I think it was the whole like I told you earlier yeah which I don't want to say on here because I don't (laughs) spoil anything but it reminded me of this movie that I watched when I was little that I was obsessed with um (laughs) So I think that's the why I liked it so much was because I think about that movie all the time. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, it's like, I, it's not like I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. I just, 
I came out of it and I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I definitely need like a second issue. Like the thing that I really enjoyed, yeah, was the art. The story mm-hmm. was just like, okay, now what's next? Yeah, um, I did because I did enjoy it and I didn't enjoy it for what it was. But I do feel like getting to the point took a little longer than I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. I do have some complaints about it but it's nothing like major yeah 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 okay but that's all I have to say about that book (laughs) okay I guess we'll move on to the next book then okay if you're ready yes I am ready (laughs) okay uh this is x-men before the fall the heralds of apocalypse this is just a one shot this just follows apocalypse and his wife as they're having some domestic problems now, and I feel kind of stupid asking this because I'm sure it's like completely obvious, but I just, I wanted to make sure as I was reading it, this does take place after the events of um, Judgment Day. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's, it's literally like in current timeline. Like this is just what mm. Apocalypse has been doing that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, but it <laughs> also, I mean, it's an X-Men story, so you never know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's also, like, the the little intro part, too. Oh, during the... Okay, yes. Okay, that makes way more sense. Uh, I was just a little confused because at some points it felt like it was... I mean, never mind. Now I'm thinking about it. It makes 100%. Yeah, it was like, sometimes it does flash back. Yes, that's... Okay. I knew that. I knew that. But it's, yeah, just Apocalypse and his fam leading up to this new (laughs) the fall of the (laughs) x-men yeah it's interesting because i really did like this a lot i i miss apocalypse you know Mm -hmm. that made me really care for the dude and then they're like see ya bye and i like the emphasis like what was happening here in this like book itself with like you know genesis and like his and apocalypse's kids like finding out that he's been like he knows what's been going on but hasn't like been telling them Mm -hmm. and the fact that they're just like so willing to fight and yeah i don't know i think it was a i i don't really want to read any books but i suppose if there's one with apocalypse in it i would like be willing to probably pick it up Mm -hmm. yeah i do like how they kept him in the know like he is aware of obviously what's happening and he's still like empathetic towards the situation and Mm -hmm. stuff yeah the little the fighting with his wife over that type of thing like i i really like that they kept his character the way that they left him yeah yeah exactly it was very very cool okay i'll go i will yes go. go ahead um, I'm going to hold this up first and then read the title because the title is kind of long. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it's actually not. It just looked a lot longer than it was. Uh, this is Tales of <laughs> Suspense. I still don't know how to like pronounce this. Suspense? It would just, yeah, it would just be Suspense. Suspense, suspense yeah. Spelled funny. Uh, there are two short stories in here, uh, Le Mort 13 and Dream Weaver. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, I don't know if these have anything to do with uh, any of the series that they've done before. The main reason why I enjoy these books so much, like picking them up, is because of the art and the way Mm -hmm. that the story is, like, told. I just think it's really cool. So it's just an anthology of stories. 
Uh, the first one is about uh, robots. From what I can understand, it does like, yeah. go back and forth a lot. Uh, and then the second one is about a character named Dreamweaver, um, who the art is completely different. <laughs> yeah, no, the art in that one was wild. I actually did read this one off the wall. And I did, I did really enjoy it. And there's like a long author's note, like in the back explaining like what the syzygy, I don't, I don't know what their comic line. Yeah. But explaining like how that came to be and like how they came up with the ideas for the stories and who Dreamweaver is and all this kind of stuff. Like a very, very interesting. Um, and again, it is an anthology, so I don't know if like the second issue is going to be like continuances of these two stories or if it's going to be two whole new stories. Because yeah, just the way that they left off. But I did, I did enjoy it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was all right. Like, I like the I don't first know. story a lot. Yeah, I was saying I and I had like mixed feelings on both the stories. I like got like the point of the like second half of the story and the first one, but I was just like, yeah, I don't need this so I wasn't like mad about not like picking it up or anything it was just right well and I am hoping that like the second issue does have two different yeah 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 I would like each issue to have like different stories and stuff because again I did enjoy those but I I would just like more okay 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 uh I guess I have the vigil this is issue number two it says by Ram B and Lalit Kumar Sharma and Rain Barrieto. Uh, this is about just some, I I guess like deep undercover people with powers. Book. I I don't know the best way to describe this because you're introduced <laughs> to these characters and the detective issue, like ten sixty something. They talk about it in this detective mm-hmm. issue. Um. And then one of them actually, like, this character makes an appearance in that detective issue as well. So it's one of those things where I really like, like, I like this issue a lot and what, like, the story is, like, turning out to be. But I really have no way to describe it besides, you know, like, blackish of black ops sort of, like, underground team put together doctor who you don't know what's quite going on with you know just lots of those things an action movie and it's an action movie it's a great i love it so far (laughs) all right perfect no words no words i like the book like champ like book that's all you need to know yeah (laughs) five popcorns that's it it's been a while yeah it has (laughs) all right uh are you ready Yes. Okay, so we have Batman, Superman, World's Finest. This is issue number 16. This book is just like chugging along. I did not realize there were 16 issues already. Yeah, there's That's quite a crazy. bit. Um, This just kind of conclude. like, does this conclude the Metal Men thing? Um, I, I think it's like the penultimate. Yes, it has one more. Yes, to be concluded. I was right. I was right. Yeah. I pay attention. <laughs> still fun little story i don't think there's really more to say about it it's just like batman superman taking different stuff on and just fun fun exciting ways get a little plastic man in here which was cool 
Um, I do have one thing that I want to say, and it honestly, it's not even about this story. It's about the ad that's in here. Um, mm. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I'm so frustrated with the way that they are like releasing these. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like it's such a minor complaint because like so I have all of the single issues. They were all nine ninety nine. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you want it in hardcover, mm-hmm, each mm-hmm. one is its own individual hardcover for nineteen ninety nine. I'm just very irritated by that. And every DC book that I read has that ad for it, and I kept getting mad every time I saw it. Like, why? Yeah, no, I that's that I was actually complaining to Dave about that the other day. And I was like, and also, why not give me, like, a cute little box for all of my comics? Yeah. And there, there is, like, a, a box set that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And it includes the original One Bad Day Killing Joke. Yeah. Which, I don't want to read the Killing Joke. I don't think anyone does anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, with but the yeah, I... And the hardcover edition of that doesn't make any sense it says box includes an exclusive version of batman the killing joke with original coloring and the hardcover edition of batman one bad day the riddler to start your collection so you just get a box you don't get all of you only get those two and then you have to buy all the individual what are you doing dc why are you doing this for some reason i do think there's a box i'll look that up later Well, it says it says there is a box like there's a and with the purchase of the box, you get those two. You get the uh, Batman, the killing joke, and then the one bad day, the Riddler. That's it. I uh, will. I'll look. I'll look more into this. Okay, (laughs) please, because I am just I am. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay, let's talk about this next book because I'm I'm heated. (laughs) Uh, So next we have Detective Comics. This is issue 10. 73 this is just continuing this gotham opera and i like i really like this story quite a bit and what's happening and like the week the way it's like weaving i wish the issues weren't coming out once a month almost it's like one of the first times i wish it was like bi-monthly yeah i was gonna say every other week would be like perfect for this kind of story like specifically um also i meant to say the uh goth bra good, good. yeah 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 good 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 um but also so there's two different artists okay yeah there is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um two different artists who work on this book um and i honestly i'm preferring like the latter half oh yeah 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 the yeah. way batman looks like in the sewers it's there's so- like yeah, I love the art, that art. I love the other art too. It has, but it just has such a different feel mm-hmm. that it's like the contrast between the two of them is like a lot. But it makes sense at the same time because one artist is kind of doing this like Batman like point of view stuff, and then the other artist is doing like kind of your like public sort of view, like outside of this like sewer, like swamp area that Batman is trapped in. So like the dichotomy between the two is like good at the same time. So like 
I thought that was really interesting when I was looking at it and thinking about it. I do. Yeah, I do enjoy this story arc a whole lot. Um, and then the second story is just the little origin <laughs> of Arzen. And yeah, that his mother. Just so good too. Like that this backstory has been so good. Yeah, I don't know. I like I like I said I really like the story a bit a lot, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's Just... been um it started out kind of slow, to be honest. I know we've discussed this before, mm-hmm. but then like since it's been going, it's it, it's been killer. Um and you get a little uh preview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read that. I'm gonna read it on Monday, but like what is that? What is I... that? started to thinking that it was still the Arzen origin story and then I was like wait a minute this is not it so I stopped <laughs> uh yeah can't wait to talk yeah. about night terrors um discuss that next week <laughs> so then next we have Batman Brave and the Bold this is issue number two this is a little anthology with stories by Tom King and Mitch uh Garrett's uh Ed Brizen and Jeff Spokes, and then Christopher Cantwell and Javier Rodriguez, and then Joelle Jones also has a story in here. Um, you read the first two, mm-hmm. and I like I like this Tom King Batman story just fine. I really like the art. For yeah, I would say the art art is real good. Mm-hmm. I think that's what keeps me going with it is like the the colors specifically. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am I am a fan of the dumb silent uh picture like pages with the text with and all stuff. the fucking dumb jokes yeah yeah i, I am yeah, i love it but yeah it is yeah it's just a, a batman story yeah. tell me tell me about the storm watch story um it's literally just a continuance of what was going on in the first story uh ravager and Ra- ravage i can't even say it ravager ravager Yes, and crew are on their little mission, um, and things go a bit awry. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And then it's just a Superman story that's good. Superman's got a decoder ring. He's looking for this guy and gets some surprises. And then the last story is not, there's not a lot of words, but it's just basically about, like, all of Batman's scars. He's kind of just, like, getting flashes of memory from, like, how he got all of his scars he's like a taylor swift song yes <laughs> I, I i just answered i don't i don't even know well and i don't listen to taylor swift so i don't know i just know that there's a, a line <laughs> of songs that is uh you drew stars on my scars something like but, that and i just hear it on tiktok all the time and every time i hear it i'm just like oh my god but she says something about scars, so that was why I brought it up. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Um, okay, so then I have a couple books that Heather didn't grab because they were very damaged, but she's also reading. So I've seen Have Teeth. This is number three. And this just continues the story of like the seasons becoming like I guess kaiju-like creatures. And this man is out like taking photos of all of them. And this issue, he's finding autumn in Chernobyl and uh kind of just talking about his wife's death a little bit more and going into that in a little bit more detail this issue was really really good i i like this story a lot i think it's worth checking out um 
but yeah, this is a heavy one. Okay. So, like um, heavy, I'll cry or just like, just a heavy, like emotional thing? Just heavy emotional thing. Okay. Like maybe you'll cry, but I think it's more of a like, ugh, you know? It's, yeah. It's shitty. Uh, but, with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Okay. Um, the story by Dan Waters and Sebastian Car- Carbrol. Uh, and colored by Dan Jackson. So yeah, I don't know, definitely worth checking out. And then this little sheet of paper is World Tree. This is issue number three. Um, I took it back to work because it was I forgot about a damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will finish out this story arc. I, I do not care to read uh, this story beyond <laughs> that unless something major happens. Like um, I will do a spoiler alert though here because i am going to spoil this because there's no way i can talk about this story without making a little spoiler um no i'll skip like five minutes ahead i i hope i'm done by then so you know the buffy episode where willow is on the internet and finds a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and then ends up being a demon in the internet yeah there's a demon in the internet. Oh my god, is this a metaphor for how evil the internet is? <laughs> anyway, it's just one of those things where, like, you get a glimpse of these, like, weird, like, gooey, like, I, I don't know if they're gooey, but, like, dudes, like, things in the internet. And then they talk about, like, what was going on with um that dude's girlfriend when she was, like, seeing the computer screen. And they, like, she's possessed now, and they are doing an exorcism. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm guarantee I'm not gonna finish after this story arc. I'm so I enjoyed by that first issue. I just like that's why I was like, I need you to read it so so badly because it's it's one of those things where I'm like, Am I being too harsh? Am I just being kind of an asshole about this? Which I sure ain't I'm sure I am. This is like the first time I think I've been kind of an asshole about a Tynan book, but I just like that's why I'm saying I just gotta finish this story arc and then I'll be done. I don't need any more of it. Um, but yeah, it was just like I've seen this episode of Buffy. I know what happens. Mm-hmm. The, uh, a vampire like, slayed this demon. It's fine. She did it in style too. Come on. Um, also, I was gonna say that it's not the first time you've been an asshole about a Tynan book. Uh, when he first started writing Batman. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't really an asshole about that, though. No, but it was the way that you felt about that Batman book is exactly how I feel about this. Like, it was him just trying to be edgy. (laughs) Yeah, no, and that's how I feel about this book, too, is it just, like, it still comes off. Like, it comes off that way. Like, a lot of the the talking in this issue just, like, I I don't know. Like I said, it just feels like like a late 90s, early 2000s book. Where it's just like, but it's in this time frame and it's like, it's written better, but also not good, if that makes sense. Like yeah. it's written, it's written well, like it's not a poorly written book. It's just a, a not that good of a story. Yeah. Well, and I think like- and the art is really good too. So that's like, you know, it's one of those things. And I, I do think that, you know. Tynan is a very solid writer like I think he's Mm -hmm. really really good I think he has like a grasp on like when he has these ideas he has he's very good at like putting it into words Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there's 
there's it's not going to be a 100% hit every single time no no exactly yeah and I do think that it's uh it's a good thing that there is a book that he is writing that we have both felt like not too good about yeah then that's where like the weird warship starts coming in and I get like weird about it where I'm just like I've I've never read a book of his that I don't like no there's always going to be one yeah yeah it makes him feel more human and not like a machine (laughs) yeah and that's that's fair you know they're not all gonna be like yeah they're not all gonna be bangers yeah you can only hope for the best and you know it's like we've always said about all the stuff we talk about just because it's like a story that's not for me doesn't mean it's not a story for somebody else right and I think it's, it's also kind of a product we're products of our time like we were inundated inu inuated I don't inundated inundated thank you with that (laughs) with like that sort of story throughout our lives like you know evil internet like demon there's a demon in the internet situation like those are stories we've always had so it for me it doesn't feel like that much you know it doesn't feel like it's beyond anything I've seen before we survived Y2K. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, <I> do. <laughs> yes. It, get it. It, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe for like somebody else who doesn't, you know, wasn't in that same generation of people, like it'll be different. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Derek says he likes it. So. Well, Derek is our little edge lord. So. <laughs> All right, that's all I have. So I hope that was about five minutes. It was about, I I think. Okay. Um, I'm not very think, good at math or counting, but I think that was about five. I felt like less than that when like I spoiled it, but then, you know, rambled on. Oh, oh wait, hold on. I have one, remember? Oh, yeah, I fucking forgot about that. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know who I'm apologizing to. <laughs> to me, clearly. It's uh, to the baby inside of you. I shouldn't be cursing in front of it quite yet. Yeah, I mean, he has been a monster for the last, like, 20 minutes. He's in my ribs today, so I keep having to, like, push him down. Um, Anyway, this is Blue Book. Um, This is a Titan book. (laughs) Um, Issue number five. And you said you had read it. You just don't have the copy. Yeah, yeah. All of those copies were damaged. Like, a lot of our books came in damaged this week. Like, some definitely a UPS issue because the box was, like, just crushed on one side. And then all of the comics inside were just, like, bent oh dang that sucks yeah (laughs) yeah um so basically this just sums up the betty and barney hill story about their uh alien abduction Mm -hmm. um and like what kind of happens because of their like testimony of the abduction uh and then the end story is called and i have been promised it uh and it's just about uh psychics and mediums and stuff like that uh which I thought was very very interesting the way that they go into discussing how each of the um mediums who were using um uh, ecto yeah ectoplasm yes ectoplasm and stuff how they were each proved to be like fake and yeah so yeah it's true or false mediums are real type of thing I thought it was very very interesting yeah I liked it a lot uh champ did the research so you guys don't have to um there's apparently only five issues 
Well, yeah, like I said, it, it's one of those things where this is five of five. Um, solicit is somewhat unclear because it says stories yeah. and this is only one story. So yeah, we'll, and, and then like the backstories too. But yeah, like there's also a separate part about those. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, who knows? there might be like a part two with like more blue book stories. Yeah. But the way that that ends, it says the end on it. So I don't, I don't know. Unclear to me, honestly. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it may come back. It may not. Who knows? Time will tell. <laughs> Just like UFOs. Yes. It's true. Okay. All right. Now we can both talk about this. This is Kaya. Uh, issue number nine. Uh, Kaya is just trying to get to Jin. She has lost her arm. Uh, lots of stuff happens this issue, actually. Yeah. Um, she is completely separated from Seth and oh I don't remember never remember his name because he changed it it was like they talk about it at the end it's okay bad the bad ones Zothan the turd yeah Zothan that's his name Zothan yeah uh you're Mushka now um anyway um yeah she is separated from them um Seth and his brother-in-law and the evil turd looking <laughs> lizard uh they're on their own um still trying to find you know where they need to be where do they need to go all that kind of stuff there's an ambush there's waterboarding there's all sorts of crazy stuff in this issue <laughs> yeah no it is like it's like so much is happening it's just like i feel really bad for everybody right now yeah yeah, it's very upsetting. Um, it's this is one of those books where I didn't realize like how much I liked certain characters mm-hmm. things happened to them. And then I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, no, it is one of those things like watching, yeah, the the brother-in-law like get hit with stuff and just like, no, I actually like I really liked you. You're a really good guy. Yeah. And it and it's like, and even you know, when he's talking, um, I can't remember that lizard's name to the good lizard uh Seth Seth, yeah about like his feelings for Kaya it's just like very straightforward and truthful and I was like damn that's like it's really good like there's something like really like honorable and like that at its core so it's very wise yeah and I don't I didn't like like seeing Jen be tortured like that like yeah I didn't I didn't like that that it was very uncomfortable for me (laughs) yeah I know this is like one of those yeah you're right it's just one of those stories where you just like you've you're really connected to the characters and you don't realize it and all of this like bad stuff is happening and you're just like no like please get back together like everything be fine you know that's also not not necessarily like what's gonna happen like a hundred percent i didn't like it (laughs) okay are you ready for our last one yes this is our last one got saga this is issue number 65 there's one more issue left in this story arc and uh i guess there's like a big surprise in this issue yeah so crazy stuff happens like 
this is also one that where like a a lot happens. <laughs> yeah, a ton happens. Mm -hmm. I um, as we discussed, have some mixed feelings. Yeah, yeah, a lot of what happens. Um, there was, yeah, this line that I really really enjoyed where, uh, Squires just like I'm the one who screwed up and. Alana is just very sweet to him. Mm -hmm. Just like, oh, my beautiful boy, you sound just like your father. I, I just, I think that's one thing that I do really enjoy this about this story is she does a good job of like keeping them alive. Like, yeah. For the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just, uh, it felt like, like what happened in this issue kind of just felt like uh like something needed to happen sort mm -hmm. of thing like it it was such a weird way to go about it where i was like i don't was this necessary it all happened so fast because mm -hmm. it's like there are two other instances like in this issue where you think something is like happening and then it just flips and something else happens and it is it is very uh frustrating like how fast it goes is because like no it wasn't necessary at all like that did not need to happen because <laughs> it's like well now that's gonna add a layer of like they're gonna be going like the will and what's her name are gonna be going after petrichor mm -hmm. like what's like yeah like what's our goal like i need to know what the goal is here now <laughs> How we're going about stuff. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess we'll see, you know, especially with like the next issue, because the way that like two of the characters were left, like it's not looking good for them either. No. So, like who even knows? <laughs> Certainly not me. No. <laughs> Because, I mean, look, if we can complain as much as we want about how this story is going, but if Brian K. Vaughn is good at one thing, it's, like, just throwing you for a loop and just, you know, like, and when you least expect it to, like, just, you think yeah. one thing is going to happen, and then all of a sudden he's like, nope, I'm going to do even worse. Yeah, I feel like he really does, like, trying to murder characters mm -hmm. or, like, giving you, like, yeah. I'm gonna just go ahead and kill this person. Yeah, like I'm done. I'm over it. This person's gone. <laughs> and maybe maybe not, but you know, it's still yeah. I'm still, you know, like holding out hope that like Prince Robot's just gonna come back. <laughs> I just I I really don't think that's gonna happen. You never know. <laughs> you never know with Saga. <laughs> uh okay, so that's all we got. That's that's it. Um so yeah, go to your local comic book shops and buy some fucking comic books, bros. Uh, Do it. Support, support everybody. Support your friends. Love your friends. Take care of each other. Go to your local libraries. Yeah, keep keep libraries alive, please. We need that. Yeah, we need education. We need books. Books. Uh, Heather, what you got? Um, I'm trying to think of what it's one of the humane societies in Nebraska. It's either in Lincoln or Omaha. I can't remember. Uh, they are running low on supplies like blankets and stuff for the animals and stuff. So if you have anything to donate, maybe you should hit them up and donate some stuff. Just do it anyway, even if they're not 
short on anything because there are a lot of like dogs and cats in I, I get really emotional with that because I've seen a lot of videos recently of just like their kennels being overloaded so if you have any way to help just please help those poor animals didn't ask for this <laughs> uh so yeah thank you for listening and we love you and we'll uh we'll see you on the flippity flip <laughs>